everybody. Happy New Year and Happy Christmas and Merry Christmas and Merry New Year. And I hope you're having a wonderful time in this space between the holidays, the space when everything gets all quiet in the world or hopefully a little more quiet than it usually is. At least that's how it is in my neighborhood. And you are on Becoming Quantum Conscious. And my name is Bart Sharp. And we are at United Public Radio and UFO Paranormal Radio out of the beautiful city of New Orleans, Louisiana. And we are at 107.5 and 105.3. And today we are winding up the 2023 what a year, what a time, all the good, bad, and the ugly, all of it. We're going to settle it up, recognize it, bring it to the top for all to see, and then clear it out. That's what today is about. And I have the most expert exterminator, clearer, mover, shaker that I know in Frock of Future, out of frockoffuture.com. <laughs> Welcome to the show, Fraga. <laughs> Thanks, Bart. <laughs> and Great to be, to be here. Yes, and be pre-warned. Fraga is in the country somewhere in the woods of of Missouri, so you're really going to be hard to find him if you're out on a witch hunt or something. However, he's been <laughs> telling me that all kinds of weird beings are showing up and wasps are falling <laughs> on his head. So I just give that as a pre-warning uh, that something wild may happen today. We don't know. Only the future will tell. And everything I know about fracas, we've been friends for years, is always expect the unexpected from this transformational <laughs> coach, innovator, computer geek, uh, inventor, um, creator of magnificent websites, um, uh, transformational uh, I don't know. Uh, you do all kinds of projects that are transformational, the vibrational shift project, uh, various other things. Uh, care to just elaborate just a little bit what all of that's about? Uh, a lot. I mean, I guess the vibration shift project, it came from, uh, I did a pretty much a living off grid, you know, dropping everything. Uh, I had a sense that there is something weird going on energetically around me, and I wanted to investigate that. Uh, and weird things happen when you cross borders, when you pay attention. So it was an explorer of that, of like, hey, I sense something's going on, and I always like to test. I like to experience. I like to say, oh, I wonder what this does. And so it was really interesting to start noticing, like, hey, wait a second. There is weird stuff going on. But anyway, how the vibration shift came along, came along is kind of merging two technologies. Like one, like goal setting and your conscious mind's not very able to like stay aware of something for longer than like five seconds, 10 seconds, maybe. So if you want to get something to happen, you got to get your unconscious mind to like adopt it and take it on. So it's kind of like merging this thing of like getting your unconscious mind to seek things and then merging that with energy work. So the whole vibration shift was like getting your unconscious mind to do the energy work for you, which then it can do it at like this crazy rapid speed. And that's kind of what we're going to do today. Really and letting go with really 2023. We have too much to face, but your unconscious can clean it up. Ah, <laughs> yes. 
and so much about cleaning yes. up the unconsciousness <laughs> and also recognizing how it, it uh, shows itself on the exterior in our conscious awareness and uh, melding into that in a deeper form. And that's kind of what the show is going to be about is like all of those conscious and unconscious things in 2023 that we both see the world is encountering and we're going to uh, bring them up, talk about them, clear them energetically. Fraka doing his tools, me doing my tools. And you're going to walk away from this hour a lot lighter. That's the idea. <laughs> and so it's such a cool thing to get with thousands and thousands of people and do a group consciousness clearing. <laughs> so and both of us have been doing this type of stuff for years and uh we both lived in austin at one time and uh so we've done this before where we've taken on topics and done energetic clearings this is old school stuff for us uh so uh they'll tell him what's going to happen and we don't mind ruffling each other's feathers or throwing wasps down on each other's heads uh, anything like that. So, Fraka, if there's, I'll let you start it. We're going to both just take topics that we think are big limitations in the world and do clearings. And also those who are on chat, uh, if you want to bring up a issue on United Public Radio or UFO Paranormal Radio to us at Becoming Quantum Conscious about something you'd like to let go of, we're happy to help facilitate that. Just adding that in. So nice. What's up, Fraka? Well, I'd say like, because I mean, a lot of letting go of 2023 is about how you want to move forward into 2024. So I kind of want to set that up of it's not like really what you, a lot of times it's what you do in the future that will kind of predict what you're going to do in the present moment. Um, and so one of the things I'm recommending to let go of is beating up your previous self, right? To where, like, you think, oh, why did I do that in the past? Or, oh, why couldn't I have done that sooner? Or how could I not have thought of that? And that really sets up a roadblock in the future for you. But also, it's probably who you don't want to be. Like, once you realize what that really means, because essentially it's your previous self has lifted you up, right? To get over the fence, to get to your next level. And then you turn around and spit at yourself. It's kind of like you would never do that to someone else. You know, you'd be like, oh, thanks for getting me over the fence. And now I'm going to spit in your face for it because you didn't do it fast enough. So it's it's really letting that go that your previous self got you to this moment, got you to the place. Like even if you see something horrible, of like, oh, how could I have done that? Your previous self got you to that place. Like if it didn't do what it did, you wouldn't even have the realization to be mad to then spit in your previous self's face. So, so is that like having saying, a, a little persona inside of you that just kicks the crap out of you and stuff? Exactly. And it's and but the thing is that it's doing it specifically because you are the person, it's like you lifted somebody up to like above the water to where they can get a breath and they use that breath to then spit in your face. And it's like you would never be up there if your previous self didn't get you there. So it's like it's like really getting that your previous self has got you here. To whatever mm. realization, whatever belief, whatever place you're out, 
you would not have that realization, that enlightenment, if your previous self didn't get you there. So let's give a little bit of props to our previous us's and like, you know, have some love for them. Have some, have some gratitude yes. that even if you see something you didn't like, guess what? The only reason you're seeing that is because your previous self got you there. Kind of like, like what do you know? Kind of like, like, what do you love about pooping on yourself that you continually do it and then are continually disgusted by it? Yeah. And it's, it's like letting that go of like your previous you got you here. And the, I mean, the other reason is that you're not a dummy. And if that's your habit of like, as soon as you get a realization, you basically beat yourself up. Guess what that does? You're not you're not eager to get more realizations because you know what future you is going to do to you. You know that like, oh, if I dig into this problem and I get some good realizations, I'm going to get beat up because I didn't do it fast enough. (laughs) (laughs) And that doesn't work. Yeah, yeah. You want to (laughs) go. So so those of you in the audience, just be thinking about that. It's like, how do you do that to yourself? And what does that feel like to have that dark side of you that always wants to criticize and punish you and do that to yourself? And, and just feel what that is like, like in your body. Uh, just tune into that little persona. And how do you want it clear, Shaka? Uh, I have it real simple. So you just feel into that part or feel into the, even that habit of like, hey, I'm going to be mad at something that happened to me in the past. And it's very simply, you just say, you know, first word view is all the energetic chains to dark forces because you came in perfect. You learned a lot of beliefs, and then there are other types of beings or entities that like you to have the wrong information, and they want to maintain that to where once you saw that, hey, I'm spitting in the person that just blessed me, you wouldn't do it. But they're going to twist things to make it look like they're somehow being noble by being mad at your previous self. So these, I just, I say energetic chains, it's a whole different ways, curses, whole bunch of different ways you could be connected to them. And then dark forces of all the different things, whether it's demons, alien interference, whatever. So it's basically all the energetic chains that you have to dark forces. Would you like to release and destroy or destroy? And you just Amen. say yes. Boom. Yes. Let them go. So that. And then, then I also have is that kind of like there's parts of us, right? And I call it like just energetic parts of us. And be like all those parts of us that are encapsulating like kind of this look back attack you energy would you like to fully reclaim and simply yes and you're pulling them in just like and have that willingness almost like you're opening your arms to like you want these energies to come up because it's a stuck energy and if you pretend like it's not there it stays stuck and we're like oh i don't want that complaining energy i don't want this so it basically stays forever but if you're open to it like yes come back into me let me get that part that's maintaining that energy and now i can transmute now that you've reconnected with it, I've got it in. I'm okay with complaining. Bring it in, and now you can choose not to complain. So those are kind of like the two conceptual and the clearings. There's a lot of energetic clearings in there too. So, And so everybody in the audience, would you be willing to let go of complaining when you find adversity? Right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pot, on, and shorts, boys, and beyonds. And when you do that, when you see, when you see the what the – possibility is of a better behavior if you claim on and acknowledge it it just tells your body i i, I want to integrate this pattern more i want something new there and it kind of gets you into first steps of doing that 
And then, of course, when you start to jump into that whiny, complainy, uh, poop on yourself thing, catch yourself and say, wait, I cleared that. I don't have to do that. And then step away, move on, create something cool. That's what 2424 is all about. Yeah, you remind yourself that your previous self gets a free pass. Like, no, nope, I did it in my past, free pass. This is where I'm at now. Because a lot of times it's a way in which to not move forward. Because if you're holding on to like, oh, why didn't you do that? Like pointing back at your old self, it's like, why aren't you pointing here? Because you're probably not doing it either. You know, it's like, why didn't you go do that? And it's like, are you doing it in the present moment? Probably not. And that's, what, I mean, that's the trick. That's like what I say, like dark forces that like, that's the trick is to get you to point back there. Like, why didn't you do it? And it's like, well, if that's the less enlightened you that hasn't done it and you're not doing it as well, it's like, how are they supposed to do it? So all of it's yeah. about getting these fingers pointed right here and be like, okay, I didn't necessarily like what they did. What can I do different? Indeed. So, and that's the, like, that's the moving on. That's like to let, and it just allows you to move forward in 2024 so much more free because you know you're not going to beat yourself up for what you do. Now you can freely just try some of like run a play. Oh, I wonder what this will happen. Yes. We open that box not up. Beating yourself up to where like you just have this freedom to just go find out. And that's new. Mm -hmm. You just had a blip in there. And it's like it's new information. And like that new information. I mean, it's. Okay. Yeah, it looked like you disappeared for a second. But oh, okay, that was you. Some, something big was coming in. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not, not, um, this is UFO Paranormal Radio Network on 103.5. So therefore, I'm not surprised we have encounters with different ET guests coming in. And uh, if you're listening to this type of show, you're probably connected to all of that. So would you be willing to claim on and acknowledge that you are connected? And would you be willing to let your resistance go to receiving those vibrations of higher expansion from our ET friends? Right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pot, all nine shorts, boys, and beyonds. And everything that that scares the heck out of you, would you be willing to let that go? Right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pot, all nine shorts, boys, beyonds. I usually don't do not do energetic clearings on shows, but tonight, today is a special day, and we're just letting it out. And the more that you listen to this recording, it will clear and clear and clear because that's what this show is created is to clean the slate. So you can step into 2024, 20, a more clearer person. Which is nice. tons of fun. <laughs> and like yeah. similar, like ener energetic change you have to dark forces that don't want you to hear this information, releasing the story. It's releasing the story. Where you're Indeed. clearing back to you. Mm. And all the lifetimes that you have created lots of fear around dark forces, like they are coming. They're there, they're ruling over. And I'm not saying that that's true or false. I'm just saying the fears that you have, that they are there. All of those fears 
Would you be willing to destroy everything you aligned and agreed with and resisted and reacted to, to all of those energies that are within you someplace? Because when you fear it and when you judge it, that means you create it and it gets stuck in your body. And we are clearing that statements, right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pot, all nine, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Woo! Nice. <laughs> That's kind of like, I mean, just to pair on that is that like when you came in, I mean, like the one part of you that you know is divine or, you know, of source is your body. The part that you got. I mean, we're not walking around with fake clone bodies. But now we have a whole bunch of beliefs that we think are more real. But pretty much all your beliefs you learned. Hopefully some are good. Probably some are bad. But that's kind of like that whole getting in touch with like, like, I mean, I know Bart like does this a lot of like really getting in touch. What, what are you feeling in your body? What are the energies in your body? Because that's kind of like your closer approximation to divinity of like because you know this interest instrument is divine your thoughts and your beliefs well they might be muddled a little bit but always tuning back into your body so just i don't know just bringing that up of like yes really about letting go is like challenging a belief or a thought that's just not true yes. and i'm just going to jump in you're spot on uh and i, I think totally I was going to jump into another one, which is worry. So I know I've done a ton of worry, but it was recently like breaking down how useless worry is to where like, like say you have this event and you're worrying about it, but you, but understand if like, if that event occurred, that feeling of worry wouldn't happen because first of all, event would occurred. And with that event will come a whole set of experiences and feelings. They have nothing to do with worry. Whether like so, if it happens, you're not going to be feeling worried. So all that practice of like, oh, it feels bad. It's, dead. it's absolutely not going to feel that way. And there's also a possibility it never happens. Once again, completely different set of experiences. So this whole worry thing is like you're really practicing for something that's not there. Like it's never going to occur, no matter how much you worry about it. That whole feeling of worry will never serve you with if the event occurs because you're not going to feel that way. So it's going it's into like, the future from past references of bad experiences, but it has nothing to do with present tense. But it's not even that. Like, it's like, it's like you, you worry like, oh, I'm going to feel this, this, oh, it's going to be, but you really, all you're doing is creating worry and you'll create more and more worry. But when that event actually happens, if it did, it'll feel nothing like the worry. Like all this worry that was practiced of like, oh, it's going to happen. You're actually not going to feel that and kind of letting that go. And it's like just to let go of like that event might occur, might not occur, but worry will be nothing like it. You know, it's like yes. imagining like, oh, my gosh, this underwater party and you're going to a party that's an air breathing party. It's like you're <laughs> practicing for something that's completely never going to happen. Like no matter what worry you do, I promise you that is definitely not going to happen. The vet. It might happen, but if it did happen, you'll have a whole new set of feelings. Like by so when it occurs. So how many alternative realities are you creating through your worries and creating like little tiny universes in your body, in your energetic fields that are kind of worry centers, implants, explants is what we would call them. And all of those that are connected to shame, Sadness, fear, anger, 
love or lack of love, guilt, and other emotions. Uh, will you please destroy everything you aligned and agreed with and resist and reacted to those realities and let them go? Right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pod, all nine shorts, boys, and beyonds. Well, that one gets me tingly. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's really funny when you do this type of energy work and you have a lot of people listening, whether it be on recordings or live radio, and it's all around the world. You're kind of in a matrix, you know, we're multiplying this in a big way, which is kind of exciting. So everything that everybody that's listening, whether it's a recording or live, that you're connected to all of these people in this worry matrix, um, would you be willing to let go of that matrix and let it go in a loving, kind way? It's not like a F you, buddy. It's more like, oh, let's not play that game. (laughs) Let's play a game of connection and kindness instead. Acceptance, allowance, choice. So everything that's in that worry matrix, that fear matrix, would you be willing to let that go? Right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pot, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Ooh. Anything to add to that, Rocket? I would add um, agency uh, because that a lot of worry comes from, I mean, it comes from a sense of wanting to create. We're, we're beings to create. Uh, but when we are in a place of lack of agency, generally childhood, where okay, lack of have a- agency, lack, lack of agency, agency. So that's ability to like dictate what you're going to do in the future, like take oh, okay. care of yourself, make I decisions, never, make choices. I never heard that term used that way. Yeah. So I mean, like, yeah, like for like a lot of distress and unhappiness comes from a lack of agency. To where you feel like you do not get to dictate your future, you do not get to change your circumstances. Because a lot of times it's not the circumstances you're in, it's the fact that you can't change them. Like the immediate moment might be like, oh, it's a little uncomfortable, but I know it's going to change. Like if you knew a million dollar check was coming tomorrow, you probably won't worry about your bills today because you're like, it's coming. Even though it wasn't here, you're like, I know that million's coming. I'm good to go. Ha ha ha. Call me all you want, creditors, because tomorrow I get paid. And that'd be, even though you're completely in that state of don't have the million, you knew it's coming. And it's a sense of like, because you had that agency, mm. like, oh, my life changes. Where you're around, you know, your parents, like, hopefully, I mean, kind of you got to grow up. You have to have parents that are, um, what was the, what's the term? I'm forgetting the term. It's basically, they're willing oh. to like pay attention to your needs, to like where oh. they're like, they got to be healthy and responsible. Even if they're not, like, we'll make that they're healthy and responsible. But pretty much as a kid, I mean, there's that inherent fear that is like, especially as babies and even pretty much to young adults, we cannot take care of ourselves. We're not like a cat, which, you know, just get out and, it'll, you know, pretty much is born. It's going to go hunt. It'll be pretty much good to go. We're not that way. And that's for like a kid. It's very intimate of like, wow, if these adults don't take care of me, I die. You know, and if they've got crazy rules of like, I have to worry, I have to do it this way, I have to do it that way. Guess what? I know it doesn't feel inside my divine being right, but they're the ones controlling the food. You know, they're, so they're how, controlling the shelter. I'm going to do it their way. How does so that saying, that's, fear? That's what, yeah, okay. yeah. How does that fear 
diminish our agency to create a great life. Everything that well, that more brings of a up. Learning. Clearing. Right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pot, yep. on angels, boys <laughs> and beyonds. It's more of a learning. Well, I'm saying it's like that's where it comes from. I mean, that worrying is coming from like this desire to create. But when you don't have agency and you've trained that like, hey, worrying is doing something. So like you're saying before, like you create all these like multi universes. But the only thing is you're never going to step into them. So it's like mm. realizing, OK, let's let's not create these things. I mean, I feel it and I'm creating, but it's never actually going to happen. You'll never step into one of these you worry universes, because if you ever did, the energy would be completely different and you'd create something radically new. And you've probably had that experience before. You worried about something happened. It happens. But as soon as it happens, you're no longer worried it's going to happen. You're either pissed that it's happened. You're in despair. You're in frustration. Like the emotion radically changes. And so just realizing that, like, I don't need to create these mythical universes I'll never step into because Indeed. they just don't work and they're not preparing me. Indeed. It's almost like a uh, energy center that we're feeding that really doesn't have a purpose in us attracting a great life. They, oh, yeah. fact, it won't do train, that. Us, train us and sabotage us. So all of the matrix about that, can we let that go? Right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pot, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Nice. It's good stuff. <laughs> so, it's really letting it, it's getting at the worry. You're never going to create it. But it also like, like when you're saying about that loving of like, you are creating, like, like, yeah, you created worry universe first, but guess what? You're never going to get to live there. So let's create stuff where you might actually get to live there. Yeah. And great places, desires, because you can create things you don't want. But like universe source is not going to be really on your side. You can definitely do it. You can make decisions that destroy your life. You can bake crap. That's definitely possible. We all do it. But if you so, create from your desires to actually feel good, you actually get the universe's backup. So it's like, indeed. Yeah, because so you're, like, centered, you're centered. You're centered. You're centered, and you're bringing that in uh, with that. And to me, it's more like. I like to think about the things that are my priorities that I, I, I'm really creating, like doing the show is something that I, is a priority and having a good show, working with people in uh, private sessions, creating classes in Austin, Texas, having fun relationships, having my chores to friends. Those are like top five things, you know, uh, that I'm creating and you know, when I'm starting to have thoughts and they're counterproductive to that and they're negative to that, I'm always asking, does this have a real purpose? And if it doesn't, I turn it off like or I try to figure out what it is inside of me that is trying to speak up in a negative voice and address it. In other words, feel it inside of my body and then create it, because as you said earlier, our body is a divine being. And so we need to kind of maintain it a little bit by either ignoring, not addressing or clearing and nurturing uh, those negative things to where they change. But also always keep the focus on the thoughts that are productive for our creations. That to me is why we create is because it gives this infinite divine being a purpose to focus. And it's and I get 
Good. Yeah, I'm good. Okay. Well, saying with that, like the um, like first, this is also like kind of a chowdered thing, is that like kind of you encapsulate an energy, right? So like, and it can you can consider like, oh, it's a negative energy of like a despair or an upset or a worry, like, and it's like it's encapsulated, right? And it's it's not so much that, and a lot of times, like the only way it can raise its hand, so to speak, of like, hey, like you think like, oh, I want to create this amazing life, right? Well, it's gonna raise its hand. Like, because this is a fuel source. So like, this is like, it, it's raising its hand, right? But all it, since it's encapsulating this worry energy, all it can do is say, in, like, kind of raise its hand of like, hey, here's some worry. But a lot of times we're like, oh, I don't want to worry, push it away. But if you embrace it of like, oh, that's my energy source. And like embrace the part that's doing the worry, right? So, because it encapsulated it, just kind of pull it away for us for a second. But just be like, oh, you brought me worry energy. Let me go into it, unpack it pull in the part that's generating the worry and be like, okay, now what do you want to do? Now that I'm in touch with like another part of me, now what do you want to create? Because it, it doesn't need to redo worry at all. It just encapsulated that for, for our purpose, for a benefit to us. At some point in time, it probably encapsulated the worry because it was overwhelming, pulls it away from us. So when it starts bubbling back up, it's like a lot of times it's just like, oh, I don't want to see that. If you actually can let it come up and be like, oh, cool. Thanks for showing up. Oh yeah, oh that that is a crummy feeling, but that's not what the generator mm. of it. You're just and, playing that program of bad feeling. Now unpack it and be like, okay, who's inside? Now what do you want to actually create? What's your divine template? And then indeed, and, and and a tool <laughs> I used to use because I used to really grieve relationships when they broken up, and this was like, well, I was a pretty lonely kid. Uh, throughout my childhood, I spent a lot of time by myself. And so when I started having intimate relationships, they were the best and coolest thing. And then when they ceased, it was uh, really tough for me. And so whenever this really big relationship I had, I um, was starting to feel that sadness and I was going, oh my God, I'm going to go through this again. And then it's like, wait, I got all of these great energetic tools to use that I can, I don't have to do this sadness stuff. And so whenever I would get sad thoughts, I would ask where it, this is held in my body, where the, where that thought, where the source of that thought came from. And, you know, it might be in my gut, it might be in my liver or my spleen. And I would just feel this heaviness, this uncomfortable feeling. And that's what stimulated the thought because our limitations are held in our body. And what I would do is I would get in touch with my heart and feel it as a source of light. And then I would send light to that place in my body, whether that be the spleen, liver, etc. And when it got enough energy, the negative thoughts never showed up like that uh, again. And so after a month of doing this type of work, I, I didn't have those fearful, sad thoughts. And what it, it really taught me is that wherever a thought originates in our brain, there's a place in our body that holds it as well. And we can nurture it. We can give it an energy that gives it, that meets its needs. And thus it doesn't have to function that way anymore. And Absolutely. we've done this hundreds to thousands of times. So it does take a while, but it's a very effective technique 
that is permanent. That's the beauty mm-hmm. of it. And it and, sets that like, or sets the intention of like, that if something comes up, I'm going to embrace and address it as opposed to like pound it down indeed. and like look bad at it. Like, cause it's like, it's kind of like something in the past of like, oh, that was how it was handled in the past. I didn't like it. I'm going to be, a de- well, that, that stops you progressing because if you do progress, then the future you, which is further along and still has that pattern of looking back at the part of you that wasn't so evolved. It's like, it's kind of like you're, you're, you've got to, if you let that go, you can go so mm-hmm. much faster because you know there's a more loving you in the future and that allow the, you to make mistakes, allow you to unpack this stuff and be like, oh, and I did it all wrong and this was a mess. And th-. they'll look back and be like, oh, you were trying. I love you for that. Yeah. And, and that and just allows just, us to go, you know. And you create a greater energy. And right now we are at midpoint of the show. And I'd just like to tell everyone that you are on United Public Radio and UFO Paranormal Radio at 107.5 and 103.5 or 103, 107.7 and 105.5. Let's get the math ready there. Out of the beautiful city of New Orleans. And you're on Becoming Quantum Conscious. And also you can see us on Roku, on cable television and Roku, but also on YouTube the UPRN website, um, uh, Facebook, and other internet platforms all around the world. And we are so excited to have a worldwide audience today to do worldwide clearings. And once you do more clearings of whatever energetic tools you make, you do make a difference. And we would like to see 2024 be a more conscious and expanded world and that this be out on the cable things like Roku. And today we are with Frock of Future, who is at www.frockoffuture.com. And I'm Bart Sharp at www.bartsharp.com. And uh, I'm going to bring up another topic. Um, And this one is about politics, government, corporations, as being our savior or our villain. And people take it that away and they make these things their heroes or their enemy and they create tons and tons of polarity of it. So as a 2023, I would like to let this go. I would like to create myself as the hero. I would like to say that I am part of the solution and therefore keep the focus there as opposed to a government, a politician, a corporation, something bigger than me that can even be a priest, political or a spiritual leader has answers for me that I cannot find myself. And that's the clue. I cannot find myself. And yes, I'm saying that these people are going to be there in 2024. Uh, I'm not excluding them out of my life, but I'm acknowledging my power that I can create something different. I can choose the directions how I like to see the world. And and, and I've done a lot of worldwide healing work and we'll take different things like cleansing the ocean. And uh, it seems like a big hopeless problem. Of course, there is somebody doing some great work in cleaning that. So we may have a clean ocean in 10 years. 
However, when we see a big problem like that, um, we have to acknowledge that we are a part of the solution. And what creates the reality that we're not part of the solution is shame. The shame that we're not the leaders. We're not the big hero, the guy who invented a terrific invention. And everything that you bought that you do not have the big solutions, therefore you feel shameful, helpless, powerlessness in creating something better in the world, would you be willing to let that perspective go? Just you saying, I believe, I want to make a difference. I'm going to do little things to make a difference. And that's going to promote the consciousness for a fair leader, a hero, to come in and do that. But it takes for a hero to show that is very fair and kind and does, does it for the most expansive reasons. We, as common people, have to believe in our own expansiveness, our own hero inside of ourselves. So would you be willing to claim on and acknowledge that you are one of those heroes? And would you be willing to let go of the shame of your disempowerment? Right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pot, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. It's little people that make the difference, but we all do it better when we choose to have empowerment. That's what I would like 24, 24 to be. Anything to add? I, I kind of, well, yes, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> um, and it kind of goes into, I mean, similar with the same topic of like, like looking back on yourself, like with kind eyes. And just an example of like, if you think of a very punitive parent and they're constantly yelling at their kid or a very loving parent, which kids do you think will be more expressive, more likely to explore their true nature inside? I would say the one in pain. The one that has the punitive parent that's always going to be punished or the one that's encouraged and loved on? Well, I think the one encouraged and loved on is going to have a better sense of power and that they can go out in the world and do and change things. The one that's punitive will sometimes work out of their pain to create something better. I think it's a bigger risk because a lot of those people would try to avoid their life through addictions and destructive behavior and self-sabotage. However, if they're able to get over those obstacles and hurdles, they can turn that pain around and become something really great because what they learn through that pain is a lot of passion. A passion of life because they've reborn as an adult. So I guess that's well, a, how you, you've asked me a trick question, Kafraka. That's well, all I if can you say. Had, okay, like let's say like you're, you're assuming the parent goes away. Assuming right. that parent was always on top of the kid and the kid never gets out from underneath the parent. Would they yeah. progress further? Right. I, I see what you're saying. I'm, I'm, I'm uh, you know, there's a thousand and one questions, but I see what you're saying. You're right. That most likely they are going to fall into hopelessness, shame, despair, guilt, and eventually get into addictive behaviors of some sort just to kind of linearize their life and thus they would have less possibility to find their own dreams and adventures. And so like 
the, the, I guess the analogy I was talking about is like, if your future you is that punitive parent, you never get out from under that punitive parent. Correct. Versus if you can be, if your future you is loving, and you know that's what you're always going into. So I was going to give another kind of like a belief, like a busting a belief is that there's like kind of this thought of like 2020, like hindsight is 2020 vision. Like if you look in the past, you're like, oh, I could have done it this way. And it's and that kind of like gives us the sense of like we can look back at our past and be like, oh, why did I make that stupid decision? And it's really that like hindsight isn't 2020. Like that's a complete lie because life is dynamic. You have no clue that like, oh, if I just didn't do X, Y, and Z, my life would be better. You don't know that because you might have not done that action, whether it's two weeks ago, 10 years ago, but you have no idea what would happen with your life next because life would adjust it. And you might have got hit by a car. You might have been attacked. You have no clue what that small change in a previous. So it's kind of like having that humility of like, actually, I can't have corrected something in the past. Because most likely in the past, I had all the energies that were going on and I made the best decision. I could like, you know, a week later, a month later, I, 10 years later, look back and be like, yeah, that was probably bad. But I'm so disconnected as to what was actually happening. And I don't know all the like, you know, because you're only consciously aware of yourself like this, but there's so much more to you. There's so much more that was going on that your higher self was probably like, oh, we're going to go this way because, man, if he goes that way, it's going to be a thousand times worse. And those are all the things that we can't know. We can't know what was actually going on then. We can only look at the results and say like, oh, if I did that other thing, it would have been better. But we don't know. We really don't know. And you can make an analogy to a football game. It's like, oh, if that quarterback would have just thrown the touchdown. Well, you don't know if they would have won. Because if he threw the touchdown, that might have rallied the defense to go crazy and they would have beat you by 30 points. So with all that, like just. What's their best strategy? well, it's just it's first of that realization of like you don't know, like just having that like whatever choices I made in the past, like those are my best choices. And I might look now and say, oh, I should have done something different. But you really don't know if that would work yes. because you don't know if you change that one position, what would have happened. So it's like that's another reason to give your previous self a pass of like because you're not God. You don't know what all the millions of variables that were in play that if you did something different, it would work out better. So it's just many, getting that practice. How many how many times have everybody in the audience gone into I should have done this, everything would have been better, when they begin to doubt and create guilt and shame around those toughest circumstances? And just quickly go down your list about how many times you've done that. I'm sure you can't do all of that in 10 seconds, <laughs> but everything that you've aligned in and agreed with and resisted and reacted to, to those lists that you can think about and those you can't think about. And would you be willing to let those go and create a state of forgiveness for yourself? Right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pot, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. You know, what one of my teachers said is you just have to laugh at yourself a lot. Like I was stupid, insane. And by the way, I kind of say you don't know. Like you don't know if you're, you might've been a genius that you just didn't know because you don't know what you avoided. Well, I've I've made plenty plenty of, I've made (laughs) plenty of stupid decisions in my life. And I happily admit it, or maybe not happily, but I admit it and and go, okay, (laughs) not my best choice, but laughter and letting it go. Uh, is really good. Now, this clearing that I'm doing, right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pot, all nine shorts, boys, beyonds, comes from access consciousness. 
And I just want to send my salutations to Gary Douglas, who created all of this stuff. And I took classes years ago and I've been using it for uh, over 18, 20 years, something like that. And it really isn't a remarkable tool. Uh, and there's lots of other tools to clear energy and do energetic clearings. You do this thing that's very silent, but you're clearing it in a silent way, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming. Uh, a lot of it's based on that vibration shift where it's an unconscious program that, I mean, pretty much you guys can hook into. And it does oh, try a list of maybe 20 different, 20 to 100 different clearings, all based mm -hmm. on like just releasing the story. So it's releasing the story, but that's just references like, like your unconscious will hook up with my unconscious and we'll run through the programs. So mm -hmm. it's really just you can, a shorthand. And you can find this on frockoffuture.com perhaps? Uh, most likely uh, Vanguard of Light, YouTube. So if you go to youtube.com slash Vanguard of Light, you'll find just a bazillion of clearance. Like I have got, I've put all my programs on there for free. Uh, you'll be able to check them out. It, clears all oh, just tons of stuff amazing oh, like five three yeah probably 300 plus videos up there of wow. like just clearing after clearing after clearing so vanguard thing, of light one thing about frock of future is that he is always busy creating and building stuff and that's what's so amazing about him let's take one more topic we're we're coming to the end of the show we only have 10 minutes left um anti-consciousness uh, anti-consciousness is a form of consciousness. For example, everybody knows that smoking is not good for your health, yet people smoke. Uh, and, you know, we find these consciousnesses out there and go, God, this is not good for us, like uh, corn fructose uh, sugar. And, uh, you know, what do you highly processed foods? And there's a type of consciousness, and I call it anti-consciousness, that people keep finding these types of things that are self-destructive, but yet they keep returning to them, even though they know this ain't very good for me, you know. And also, this is a lot of things from, you know, music we listen to, to the lifestyles we live, you know, the variety is on and on and on. And then companies that are anti-consciousness companies um, that we have this self-destructive bent with that. And I call it anti-consciousness. Um, so what is that for you that you have kind of like kicking yourself in the head going, why do I keep doing this, but I keep on doing it? Uh, making those choices. Um, anything to add to that, Franca? Um, just like on a clearing level, like I would call that, I mean, a lot of the fuel of anti-consciousness, I would say is dark forces, because if they can get you to do it in that way, there's an energy creation that they feed off of and mm. they collect. They're like, oh, cool. I'll take that. And I want you to keep doing that because you're my fuel source. Instead like of an you being a fuel like, source. Yeah, like an Arconian source or something. Yeah. Or, so like you it's just it's kind of like inverting your beingness. Like so when you invert your beingness, it creates a lot of energy for them and they want you to keep doing that. Um, 
So the, the clearing is just like all my all the energetic chains I have to these dark forces. And it could be about whatever area feels stuck on, just I release in the story. And then yeah. I also like to then add to that is like asking angels to fully reclaim them. So once you've like, it's kind of like, like you've got this amazing dominion. And once you hook into them, now they're kind of like, they're under your wing of protection. But if you could like remove your energetic chains to them, like, okay, I've released the story that, then you can tell the angels and go get them. Because when you're Indeed. like kind of got your arm around them and you're like, hey, my buddy, angels can't necessarily, because they don't have to violate your free will. But as soon as you say, hey, I don't know, I don't want you with me no more, angels, please reclaim them. Because you don't really want to go battle head to head with them. You're better off let the angels do that. Just mm. have you like, I don't want to be connected to you because it's an anti-conscious to so invert your beingness. So you want to say, I don't want to be connected. Angels, please reclaim it. I find that to be the best way to, instead of battling with dark forces, is to detach from them, let the angels take care of business. That's a wonderful Ooh. thought. And we had a guest on the show <laughs> about a month ago, uh, uh, Peter Craig, uh, who does dowsing at the highest levels of consciousness and does cleansing. And he kept saying that there's just tears in the fabric to where these Arconian and other dark energies kind of bleed into uh, uh, our realities. And, and I just asked this question, how many of these tears are in your consciousness, in your body, or in energetic fields that you're connected to? And all of those, can we connect to those to all the listeners and all the people throughout the world and ask that also that angels be with us as you invite your angels in. And we ask, this is kind of a big clearing. I love it. All of this, all of the uh, alpha to omega circle of possibilities that we create this collective consciousness of light that repairs the tears in our fabric of consciousness we ask it to do so. And can these angels and can the light within us repair these tears to where we do not have this negativity and all of the negativity there that is in held within us that we're re resisting and reacting to and all the ways, means, methods, modalities, form, structure, significances that it's held. Can we destroy and uncreate all of that totally and utterly? Right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pot, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Yowza. <laughs> oh, so um, I'm going to say uh, my closing remarks here in just a second. Yow. <laughs> so <laughs> wonderful to connect all around the world and know that people are hearing this. And that they're joining in and we're clearing this all together because it does make a profound effect. Uh, uh, you never know how consciousness is going to change and grow and change and affect the world. You just do it and then you just let it go and you practice a lighter way of life. Uh, that's all we do. So detaching is important. Uh, Brock, I want you to just think about a closing statement about what you would uh, like to either let go of in 23 or, or create in 24 uh, or closing uh, with that. And while you're thinking about that, I'm going to tell the audience 
you are on Becoming Quantum Conscious. My name is Bart Sharp, and my guest is Fraka Future. And this is United Public Radio and UFO Paranormal Radio at 107.5 and 103.7 out of the beautiful city of New Orleans, Louisiana. Uh, and this is on Roku, the UPRN website, Facebook, uh, YouTube, and other platforms. And next week, we're going to have Karina Chrysler with Astrological Predictions for 2024. She's an amazing astrologer. And uh, I always love visiting with Karina. And uh, so, Fraka, what message do you have to the audience? I would say is to start today being the person you'd like to meet in the future. So, like, kind of having that thing of, like, that, like, like almost the intention of like the person you're going to meet in the future is going to be awesome to meet and like would really see you as loving now and like be like that person that would give you the hand up. Cause if you start doing that now, the more you evolve, the greater that will expand and you'll just have a more loving person always looking back at you, pulling you mm. forward. And you'll feel that now you'll start feeling that now of that future. You just looking back and pulling you forward and wishing mm. the best for you. That sounds wonderful, wonderful vice. I like to say a word of 2024 is stay in your heart, feel a light inside of your heart, visualize that it's there, imagine that it's there. It's almost like play. You're making it all up, but there's a true light within your heart and get in touch with it and give it to as many people as possible. And when you listen to people, open up your heart and shine the light and you will see a totally different person than you were without the light. So, Franca, thank you for Beautiful. so much for coming on and you know, telling me where sure. you're going to be next. You're in Missouri now. Franca is nomadic. He lives in Pittsburgh. He lives in the forest in Canada. He might be down in Arizona this winter. Who knows? But if you see him, <laughs> he's very approachable. And you'll have a great time talking to him. And uh, many blessings to you, brother. Thank you, Bart. Thanks for having me on. Thanks, everybody that's been listening. You know, we got amazing, amazing futures coming. Really amazing stuff is coming. Indeed. Indeed. Much love to everybody. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.